again, everyone. It's Mark Stenson, and you've come to Unlocking Your World of Creativity. We're the podcast where we talk about, yes, creative thinking, but also tools and methods to organize your ideas and then get your ideas out into the world. Today, we're going to be looking at a totally different angle on creativity and finding the time and space to really focus on your creative projects. And my guest is Lendl Farley. Her company is all about sabbaticals, how you can organize a sabbatical and how you can even, if you're working at a company, help structure the company and your work at the company to be more suitable for your time off. Lyndall, it's just great to have you. Thanks. Great to be with you. Lyndall is an expert in taking a break in order to give fresh focus in a very structured and methodical way. Unlocking your world of creativity with Mark Stinson. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book, A World of Creativity. Paperback is at a special price of $5.98, and the Kindle version is only $0.99. Go to my website, mark-stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon, mark-stinson.com, and enjoy the book. My guest is Lendl Farley. I think the idea of a sabbatical is always very appealing to people, but maybe it's also misunderstood. As we begin, tell us a little bit about what that is. Yeah, well, I think you're totally right. So I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there around what a sabbatical is and how to use it and maybe who could take one. So let's just start right there and define what a sabbatical is. So I tend to define a sabbatical as just an extended break from work that has some intention behind it. Uh, So a purposeful, meaningful break from work. And when we're talking about work, we're really talking about that routine work, right? So it doesn't mean that you can't work on sabbatical, you know, you might like to pursue some sort of creative project but it is you know a break from the day job a break from the routine of life and that's really what what gets you into uh, you know a new sort of creative mindset so I think another typical misconception is that these are only for academics right you know so teachers and and academics and professors are the only ones that get to take sabbaticals well it's really just not the case so we've actually got around 17 or 18 percent of uh, the top companies all around the world offer sabbatical programs these days for uh, you know corporate just you know uh, employees Uh, so it's a, a rising trend Uh, And it's certainly one that what people can really take advantage of if you if you know how to. And that's what we're going to help you with today. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, I think another misconception, and I would like to maybe compare and contrast the different countries and different global cultures, because certainly we imagine Europeans love their six-week summer vacation. We know Americans hardly ever use all of their vacation. And so the idea of taking an extended sabbatical, I think, is making even some of my listeners a little nervous. How would I take a break that long, you know, even though we have improved our family leave policies, we still don't often take advantage of all that might be available. 
Yeah, what's really interesting about, you know, the time period of what you would consider just a vacation and what you would consider a sabbatical is that it really does change country to country and it's very culturally influenced, right? So in the US where commonly you really only have maybe two weeks of annual leave per year, right? So even even the concept of taking those two weeks in a full block is sort of almost unimaginable to a lot of people. Whereas in Europe, as you said correctly, um, you know, taking a month or six weeks over the summer is is sort of socially acceptable even and and sort of not not as unheard of, Mm -hmm. right? Almost expected. Yeah, somewhat. It depends on the country, but yeah. So what you find is that the, the typical time period of a sabbatical actually shifts. And what I've found as a golden rule is that Americans or people where, uh, who have, you know, this limited kind of mindset of vacation, that the golden rule is basically double the amount of normal annual vacation is what you would sort of put as the starting point of the length of a sabbatical, right? And that seems to be the generally accepted kind of way that people think about it in their country. So for instance, you know, in America where you've only got two weeks, if you double that to a month, the mindset shift of somebody taking a month off is huge for them, right? And so that's where their sort of starting point of a sabbatical might be. So anywhere from a month to a year, right? And in the US, we do see that the sabbatical periods are shorter. So there might be a month, two months, three months, but you know that's kind of the common kind of length of time. In Europe, then if you apply the doubling again, where you're taking a month or six weeks of, of vacation per year, then you're starting to have sabbaticals. It only feels like a sabbatical if it's sort of two or three months, mm-hmm. right? Because you're kind of doubling that time. Beyond the vacation, yeah. Yeah, beyond the vacation. So, I mean, it sort of go back to the definition of this intentional, mindful um, break from work and it comes very much back to the mindset so what would a big long break from work feel like for you you know and that's your starting point for a sabbatical that's and then of course helpful. i just push people to take as long as they possibly i was can. gonna yeah. say why why stop, I mean, why, yeah. <laughs> why stop exactly well you got you got to sell somebody on it anyway so you might as well uh, go for the time and, exactly. and i think you've also touched on something help us with the intentional part You know, it's not just, I need some time off. That's a vacation. But to say, I really want to structure it and have a point to it. How do you help people think through that? Yeah. So what I often start with is, is trying to help someone find the purpose of their sabbatical and the purpose of their sabbatical ends up really being all about their starting point, right? So where are you at in your life right now? And there's kind of two things to consider. There is your kind of career and job satisfaction levels. Like if you were to just sort of continue on in the same job and the same career or the same trajectory that you're currently on, how satisfied would you be sort of long term? And then there's your energy levels. Like, are you actually just a bit burnt out right now? I mean, it's been a tough year for all of us. <laughs> um, you know, do, do, do your energy levels need to just be recharged? Or, you know, are you actually sort of sustaining your well-being quite well? 
And so if you think about that as kind of a matrix, right, you can put those two axes kind of next to each other. You then sort of have four different types of, of sabbaticals that come out, right? So if you're really low on energy and you really hate your job, then the, the purpose of your sabbatical is going to be really to first recharge but then start to think about what are you going to do to reboot your life? You know, what are you going to do to lean into that creative project that you always wanted to do to, to try out the, the new business, the new concept, the, you know, whatever it might be to really move your life forward, right? So restore your energy um, and, uh, and then work out what's next for you. And then you've also got people that are sort of, you know, in various different other kind of combinations of those two axes. So you've got someone who really is just needing to refocus their career. Like they're really just not happy with where their job is. And a sabbatical can be the fantastic kind of safe haven to try something new, you know, to give the startup a shot or to record that album and that you always wanted to do and to launch it or to work up um, the portfolio of, of painting that you'd always wanted to exhibit in a gallery, see where it goes and then but have this sort of safety net of, you know, being able to go back to your career if you need to, right? Uh, and then there's obviously there's people that just need to recharge. There's nothing fundamentally wrong with your life but or your job, but it's just been a tough year. I just need a break. You know, that's also totally fine. And so the focus of your sabbatical there or the purpose of your sabbatical there would be all about well-being you know from a physical perspective from a, a, a mental perspective really focusing in on your health your enjoyment just getting back that sort of zest for life and the final category of person is is I call them a, a reacher right they're just reaching for these big dreams and you know they're, they're actually perfectly fine with their day job and they've got plenty of energy but they want to climb Everest and they have to climb Everest and it has just become right. such a big burning life goal. And you can't do um, it on a long weekend. You can't do it on two <laughs> weeks a year. And so, you know, you've got these big dreams and you, you want to pursue them, right? So that's where, where the starting point and just being really clear on where you're at in life really helps so that you can articulate, okay, what is it that I really need from this time off? And that's great that you described some of these other pursuits that we could consider because many people think a sabbatical is, well, I'm going to go see the world. Just just the idea of climbing Mount Everest, not any yeah. of the others that you described. And I think yeah. that would be particularly relevant in these times when you know, we're not all going to get a ticket on that around the world cruise. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've all been shut out from travel, but that hasn't stopped people taking time for themselves. You know, there's actually been, you know, lots of people that have been taking this time off while they've had the chance even. And so I think it's changed our perceptions of 
you know what a sabbatical is and how we could use it and some and people have just been getting a little bit more creative around how they want to use that time so like a typical example would be somebody who was like I, I just needed to take a sabbatical maybe they were in that kind of recharge they really needed to just you know avoid a complete burnout and they were like well I really wanted to go to Tuscany and have a a villa in Italy. I can't do that, but I can go to, I don't know, give me a state in the US that has lots of mountains, (laughs) Idaho. You can just go to a cabin somewhere. Go to a cabin. Yeah, exactly. In the Pacific Northwest. There you go. I've got that one. Uh Sorry, I'm I'm from Australia, so I'm still trying to get the the reference. And Amsterdam by way of Australia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just. No, I see what you mean, though. Yeah, you can modify your definition or sense of travel for sure. Well, I think even in these few minutes, uh, when I was thinking about this topic with you, the notion of a sabbatical is so alluring that just in a few minutes, we would get excited about it. And then maybe the reality strikes, and it could be on either end of a spectrum. A, my company will never go for this. They think I'm way too important. You know, so we get that. (laughs) They'll never let me do it. Or B, if I just took a month, it would take me a week to not check email. And, you know, not be on my text uh, all the time, then I'd be worried about the reunion. I mean, all these things start going through your head. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. How do people work through this so that you can sort of take the intention and meet the goal? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, exactly. Start with the intention. What do you really need? And what would like really light your fire? Like what, what, what would get you super excited, so excited that you were willing to walk through these kind of um, barriers that you've put up in front of your way, right? And so starting there, starting with that, getting that excitement and going, what would it be like if I just was able to have a month or two months in a beautiful log cabin in the forest on a lake somewhere and I could just write poetry for or whatever, you know, is the thing that's going to light your fire, right? And so get really excited about that. So that's the first step. And then just work through those barriers. So it's interesting that you said, uh, you know, I'm way too important. They never would let me. That's exactly why they would, right? Mm -hmm. If you really are a top performer, if you really are super important to the company, then the the concept of letting you go for two months, three months versus having to have the loss of you in the company and having to pay recruitment costs to replace you, not to mention the risk that the person coming in isn't as good as you and that, you know, they're going to also have a time period to, to onboard it does become a bit of a no-brainer for the company as well. And so then it really just becomes about the the positioning, right? So how do I position this as a win-win for the company and a win for me? Actually, I've got a tool that will will help people. So um, I've got a, a sabbatical pitch pack that steps you through all of these barriers and basically how to positively position your sabbatical ask with the uh, with your boss right mm. so to get give you the best chance of getting to a yes so that's on my website you can go to um, www.beyondabreak.com and just go to the free tools and sabbatical pitch pack just download that and uh, and work through those barriers because a lot of the time they are just mental barriers and mm-hmm. we just don't 
no because we've never asked right that's, and that's we exactly just, right yeah well, it's great to have that pitch pack so uh we'll definitely go beyond a break.com we'll, we'll definitely yeah. go and look that up i do think about and especially this year many people have been guess i could euphemistically say given the opportunity to take a sabbatical you know it was a rather forced time off maybe not a pure layoff but mm-hmm. many companies took this approach of we're going to have some planned breaks that you must take in order to help the company's health. How how can people orient their mind around that? Because we don't know if that might come again. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one of the words that really sort of was used to describe this a lot was furlough, right? Mm -hmm. So where you were sort of put on to leave for a period of time, in some cases paid, in some cases not paid yet. And so that was one of the things that we saw rising all over the world what I was helping people through during these sort of forced periods of time off was really switching that mindset around, right? So this was not something that I chose uh, and the timing of it wasn't something that I chose, but how can I take advantage of this time? How can I make the most of this, right? And so then it was, it's, it's like, okay, Let's just brainstorm, you know, sure, you would go and do a safari in Africa if you if you could, right? But you can't do that because, you know, the world is locked down. What can you do? What can you do in your backyard? What have you always wanted to do? Can you do a home swap with somebody else? Can you, you know, pick up that creative project, right? And the key, the absolute key to using these periods of time off effectively was all about breaking the routine, all about trying as much as possible to get out of your daily kind of grind. And the best way to do that is to change your location. But I do know some people that were able to very successfully get out of their daily routine even when they were staying at home. And that's because they immerse themselves in some learning program, like a learning a new skill or like a, uh, somebody used this time to learn how to code, you know, like coding applications or to, to learn to, to cook, you know, um, doing, you know, really immersing yourself in some sort of creative pursuit. But the key is to not just sort of roll out of bed, stay in your pajamas and, you know, just have the days disappear, but to really change up the routine. And the easiest way to do that, as I said, is to change your location. And by doing that, by changing your location and changing the inputs that are going into your brain, so the stimuli that's all around you, as well as what you're learning and what you're consuming, you give yourself the best chance of creating new insights and new perspectives on the world around you and your life and what you want, right? And so it's really setting yourself up in the right environment um, to be able to kind of hack that creativity. Lyndall, what a terrific conversation. Really the new perspective and the way you have really shaped a sabbatical 
because I did come in thinking, okay, this is a professor, you know, who says I'm going to take a year off and finish my research, you know, and do my dissertation or whatever they say they do. Uh, but you've really framed it. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's like, we should all do it. Yeah. I'm, I've taken 10 sabbaticals. So I've actually <laughs> learned to, to hack this process using myself as the guinea pig. <laughs> and now it's, it's very much embedded into, into my life, you know, every couple of years taking a, a good long break and it's yeah it really helps to to just keep the fire alive yeah definitely and listeners if you said i never knew anyone who took a sabbatical uh now you do lendl yep. has taken 10 and we can learn, learn from her experiences i just love that well my yeah. guest has been lendl farley calling from Amsterdam. She lives there now, having worked and grown up in Australia. Uh, where can we go to learn more? You, you gave us some ideas on this pitch pack, but where should yeah. we connect with you? Absolutely. So platform that you'll see me on most is LinkedIn. So please feel free to connect with me there. I love connecting with new people, happy to answer any questions that you have any of those barriers that you think you might be facing, we can work through those. And then obviously there's there's lots of great inspiration and tools and things on my website. So beyondabreak.com. And one of the, the programs there to really help people get the most out of the sabbatical experience is the Time to Thrive program. So that's my program that really helps people design the right sabbatical for them uh, and then get the most out of that time to really have a transformative experience and come back rested, recharged and stronger and happier. So yeah. check out that program as well. It's called Time to Thrive. Well, that's good stuff. And I know for our listeners, thriving can mean a lot of different things, certainly health and well-being, but also, as we've said, recharging our creative batteries and getting some new work out. So listeners, I'll put all of this in the show notes. So you'll have links to what Lindell has been describing and uh, you can go there. I just can't thank you enough, Lindell, for the conversation. It's really been inspiring. I appreciate it. Lovely right. to talk. Indeed. Well, listeners, come back again next time for our next episode. We'll have another interview with an expert from somewhere around the world who will give us some ideas on how to strengthen our creative talents, whether they be publishing, film, music, all the things that we like to do beyond the routine. I really like this idea of it's not just to take a break, but to break the routine. And we can do that almost anywhere. We're looking forward to more of that kind of advice to inspire our creative thinking to learn methods and tools to organize ideas, and of course, making connections and creating the opportunities to get our work out into the world. This has been Mark Stenson. I'm Unlocking the World of Creativity, and we'll see you next time. Unlocking your world of creativity with Mark Stenson. Copyright 2020.